Hey, I'm Nichelle. And I'm Jackie. And you're listening to Coming to Minnesota, where we explore the good, the bad, and the just plain confusing experiences of two black women from Chicago. Chicago, Southside, you know what it is all day, every day. In D.C. Chocolate City, also known as D.C. Yeah, and we'll discuss everything from surviving the longest, coldest winters ever. Navigating Minnesota nights and all this passive aggressiveness. And our ongoing quest to find spicy food. Shout out to the bottle of hot sauce I keep in my car. I got hot sauce in my bag. <laughs> so you know what it is. Yes. This yeah. is it. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Coming to Minnesota. We are two black women that moved to Minnesota, and we want to talk about our experiences, our trials, and tribulations with y'all. So my name is Jackie. I grew up in Chicago, actually. Um Outside all day, every day. Yeah. And I've been here for almost three years. So, yeah, Nichelle. So, I'm Nichelle, and I'm originally from DC, Chocolate City, beautiful black people everywhere. Um, and I moved to Minnesota almost two years ago at this point, sight unseen. And I moved here for a fellowship, and I ended up just staying here. Yeah. Yeah. So, we. Yeah, like I said, we want to talk about how we've experienced Minnesota um, as transplants, right? Black transplants. And so today we want to talk a little bit about culture, right? Because I think both of us moved here, like you said, sight unseen. Um, I don't, yeah, I can't find the words. I didn't know what I was moving into. So let's talk about like what we were expecting and, you know, what we found. Because I found a lot of things I didn't know about actually moving here, which is really interesting. So, yeah, do you want to maybe tell your story of like how you landed, really how you made the transition from Chocolate City, all these beautiful, beautiful black people, and then you moved to Minnesota. Um, as I said before in our personal conversations, that's a really interesting, I don't understand all the time, but you know, we're here. Yeah. So yeah, tell me about it. So about three years ago at this point, I was just applying for fellowships, looking at, you know, what could be the next step for me professionally. And I originally applied for this national fellowship and I applied for the program at San Francisco. So I thought I was going from the East Coast to California. On what salary? <laughs> exactly, on what salary? So then when I found out that, you know, all the fellows got paid the same no matter which location you went to, I was a little apprehensive. So they introduced me to the Twin Cities program director. And you know, they always say East Coast people are super elitist. But they were just like, okay, it's we're going to, a little, so, um, they were like, we're going to introduce you to the Minnesota program director. I was like, where? And honestly, y'all, at like 21 years old, I had to Google a United States map <laughs> and figure out where Minnesota was. Um, so I did that. And then, you know, I was telling all my friends I was going there, and they're like, you know, it's snow a lot, but you know Prince is from there, so great things can happen. And I was like, okay, great things can happen for me. <laughs> and so I did not get the chance to visit. I just moved out here, sight unseen. So when I hopped off the plane, what was it, September 2016? 
it was it was definitely very different. Um, being from DC, it's like a super metropolitan city. It's very small, but there's so much contained in that small area of space. And then when I got here, it was just trees everywhere. I think that was like the first thing I noticed. I was like, yo, Minnesota got a lot of trees. And I didn't know that, you know, other places had trees. Because I'm from a place where, you know, I lived in walking distance of a Walmart, like three grocery stores, just because that's how D.C. is, because it's so small. But, you know, since being here, I've definitely have had its ups and downs just because it is very different from D.C. So, Jackie... What was your experience like? Because you're still from the Midwest, so yeah. I want to know your perspective. Yeah. Um. So I was. I knew of Minnesota and Minneapolis. I never. Oh, I did visit once. I forgot. My cousin actually went to school up here. Shout out to the University of Minnesota. Um, that's where he went. But I was young when we came here. Um. So, I di- I really didn't have like a lot of recollection of like Minnesota and it wasn't until I was like stressed senior year of college. I went to school in Iowa. So, I've hopped around the Midwest quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um from Chicago to Iowa to Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um so, I just remember it was like one day and I was like super stressed about like schools not having great diversity at their institutions is a whole another story slash podcast but I was stressed about it and I, I felt it in my soul and my friend was like you should apply to this like college advising program in Minnesota and I did and I, I thought nothing of it but I did it um and I and, and I got the job and I ended up accepting a, a year-long fellowship here and so I did it I moved out here I think I, I did visit once just to look at apartments mm-hmm. I have learned um, you do not sign a lease without visiting first because <laughs> um, it can get real messy real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I visited here for one weekend, looked at like t- 10 apartments in two days, and I figured it out. And uh, I've been here ever since. So I've had a couple of different jobs. I do visit Chicago a lot. I'm very spoiled, especially I've got my first vehicle while I've been here. So there was a point where I was like visiting home chicago like once a month and that's not no that's not that's not that's not a that's not a light drive that's not light work um and so i've had to cut back on that but um it's been interesting um i didn't know about prince my mom she made sure i knew about prince being from here um and i knew about the mall of america so yeah um moving here was very different my first reaction was um where the trains um, <laughs> I know that they have the we have the light rail here, um, and it is a blessing. But I was, I was a little confused at first. Um, and also, there is a lot of nature here. I was like, oh, it's very lush and green, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm I'm in nature. And I, it was very different. At first, I got um, hives because I'm allergic um, to most things outdoors. outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that wasn't great. Um, you know, catch me in the springtime when it actually arrives and. <laughs> Um, it's not pretty, but yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how I ended up here. Yeah. So I guess, you know, one thing that's really interesting is, you know, so we talked a little bit about like our reactions when we first arrived here, but I guess I would love to know, or like we can discuss like the actual culture, right? Because 
it, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really realized how different like cities or different regions were until I really, well, I moved to Iowa, but then I was like, oh, this is just college. But then I moved here and I was like, oh, like this is different, like very different. So, and I think it's different for us because we come from like two big cities or like pretty pop- populated cities, like metro areas that like have strong black populations. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I don't know if, we, I mean, you might have thoughts on this, but when I moved here, I was like, oh, where are all the other black people? No, real. But, real. but and then like, and then it like took me some realizing of like, no, like you gotta like find the people who are here cause they're here. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget, yo, like <laughs> I never forget, I took an Uber. And so I, I was taking an Uber cause I was running late to work one day because you need sleep. And so um, I got in the Uber and it was this older black man. And so we were just talking and he was like, oh, yeah, like, like, yeah, there are a lot of people like you from moving here. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, like folks from Chicago. He was like, y'all going to learn because uh, um, there's not that many black people here so you can get caught for crime. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so uh, I realized two things in that moment. Like, oh, okay, like I, I'm not tweaking. Like there are like definitely differences. Like there is a black community, black population here. It's not. It's just something that's different from what I was perceiving as like the black community from where I grew up with. But also people be having feelings about Chicagoans moving up here, which is a whole mm-hmm. other conversation. But we are the best people in the world. Um, no violence whatsoever. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk about, you You know, Chocolate City. Chocolate City to Minnesota. That yes. is a, a move, a jump, a hop and a skip. Yeah. So before D.C. was all gentrified, um, which is an entirely different conversation, but before D.C. was gentrified, like growing up, I went to predominantly black um, elementary schools and middle schools. Like, there was only one white person in my school, and he was the teacher. Um, (laughs) So that tells you a lot about, like, my experience. Um, I grew up with all, like, Latinx kids and black kids. And so it was just, it was definitely different coming here. So when I think about, like, the culture of Minnesota and the culture of D.C. and, like, what are the major differences, for one, of course, racially, very different. Racial, hands down, racially very different. Um, Even in gentrified DC, I can still like see all kinds of people everywhere. And there are some places in Minnesota where you will not see a single person of color. And I guess that's just the reality here um, in certain areas. Um, Another huge difference for me, there are a lot of, like people here are really like into nature and bikes and (laughs) lakes and stuff like my very first time swimming in a lake was when I moved here like I've never I've never been to a lake still I haven't swam in a lake yet see I think that's a very (laughs) Minnesotan thing like when the lakes come um people here love to talk about the weather like that's kind of like the first thing that's like an opening conversation here and it's just like yeah, I understand it's winter like six months out the year, but there are other <laughs> things to talk about. Um, and then they kind of all have those accents. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, I used to work at this um, store that I'm not going to say the name, but yes. um, I used to work at this store that was like centered around Minnesota. And so I would always see like the Opa, Opa, Opa. 
Opa. I don't even know how to say it. It's like a very mm-hmm. sharp, like, P sound. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are these sayings and, like, um, it's a very interesting, um, like, Norwegian, like. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what part of Europe that is. but It's, like, real Slavic yeah, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. So that's very different. But I know exactly what you're talking about. And I, like, when people say bag, mm-hmm. um, it, which is, like, not a joke. But, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I never forget. I went home and I accidentally said bag. Like, I was like, Ma, can you pass me the bag? bag? And she looked at me and she was like, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I'm changing. <laughs> this place is changing me. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also think that, like, quintessential Minnesotan culture comes together during the state fair. <laughs> that is very quintessential Yo, Minnesotan okay. culture. So I've been to state fairs before. Like, mm-hmm. I've been to county fairs, and my mm-hmm. um, family would take me to the Illinois State Fair. And so, but that's a whole new ball game. I've, I went to the first, my first state fair, like, two weeks after I really moved here, and I was so confused. I think I still got video of it because I was just like, <laughs> what's happening? But it's now I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, give me all the food. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, give me all the free stuff. Like, let me enjoy these fireworks. Let me enjoy some of these, like, Music performances. Yes. <laughs> Some of them are. But I never forget Fantasia, Charlie Wilson. And I guess I, I do, I will say, so like sometimes I feel like, especially when I talk to family members or friends who don't really know what Minnesota is, like mm-hmm. it gets conflated with whiteness mm-hmm. a lot, um, which is valid. But also like understanding that we're on like um, stolen indigenous land. Yep. And just like that presence, I definitely feel that a lot more. And I like, have more awareness to also like acknowledge that a lot more and like so and when I walk throughout this world so that's something I definitely appreciate about like Minnesota culture I guess so like that has been really cool to see and also learning about the different communities that like Mm -hmm. aren't steeped in whiteness like Mm -hmm. here um you know like um the Hmong community and uh, other black immigrant immigrant communities Mm -hmm. that um didn't necessarily show up in where I grew up. It's been really interesting, like, learning about those communities and, like, getting to know what what is what with them. So that's been pretty cool. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that same sentiment. Um, growing up in D.C., like I said, it was it's Chocolate City. Um, so I had never come in contact with Native American people, Hmong communities. Um, that we knew of. That I knew of. Yeah. So just coming here and being able to learn more about these communities has been a blessing. I've loved that I've been able to learn just and see like how these communities are integrated into like this typically or this, not typically, but like that it's seen like as this like whiteness and white people and white culture here in Minnesota and just like how they thrive and how their communities thrive. So. Yeah. I think that's been super interesting for me too, just like living here and learning about the cultures of like PLC yeah. indigenous communities. But it also has forced me, like in terms of like community, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, mm-hmm. but like, um, and I always had to think like, you know, cause we, we were fortunate enough or privileged enough to like graduate, right? And mm-hmm. go to the university and then make the choice to move somewhere else, right? 
Um, and so one thing I was thinking about was like, yo, is this just like Minnesota? Like, mm-hmm. is it just like I'm feeling wow because of Minnesota? But then I was talking to someone who actually grew up here. She, the black woman, and I'll never forget this conversation. She was like, yo, that's just like, some of this is just like post-grad life. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not cute. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> like, it's so, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's just like, uh, that's just, this is just what it is. Uh, so it's been like kind of interesting seeing how like how other friends who like I have friends who stayed in Chicago, some that moved to DC, um, and you know seeing like where do we find like similarities in like our struggles of like post grad life or like you know not going to college life, like how are they experiencing life as adults, as young adults versus like this is very Minnesota specific. So I don't. It's it's been a it's been a journey. Cool. So I guess. Maybe we talked a little bit about that, but um, tell me, like, the first moment, you know, you know how, like, in The Wiz, they were like, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yes. <laughs> what was your moment where you're like, oh, I'm not in D.C. anymore? Um, I would probably, like, have to say, like, that moment when, like, I first stepped off the plane, and I was like, there are a lot of trees here. Like, <laughs> and then also, I'm from, like, a place where I can easily just, like, walk everywhere. So, I like, my very first... Like, the very first day I moved here, I had placed an order at Pier 1 Imports. <laughs> um, <laughs> you live so far. I know. So I was like, oh, I'll just take the train there, or I'll just take the bus there. Yeah. <laughs> how long were you on the How long were you? So I was just like, okay, let me put this in the transit app or whatever, because, like, I'm just used to doing that. It, it was going to take too long because it was in Richfield. And at the time... <laughs> I lived in the the Lindale area in South Minneapolis. So I was just like, okay, this, you know, this train thing or this bus thing just not going to work. And so I had to like Uber to Pier 1. And I was like, I'm never ordering anything from Pier 1 ever again. Like, because it was just so much work getting it, getting there and getting back. And I ordered this huge chair, y'all. <laughs> it's so, a big chair. It is a big chair. Jackie has seen it. It is a it's huge a chair. chair. <laughs> it is a comfortable chair, but it is a huge chair. It was a good investment. And it was just a lot to carry. Um, <laughs> and that was my first day here. So just imagine, like, my shock when I was like, okay, transit is not as, it's not as frequent. It's not, like, as close together. Um Twin Cities kind of like spread out and that was kind of like my moment so I think seeing the trees and then seeing how spread out it was and then I saw all the white people and I was like this ain't DC <laughs> this ain't DC I was a little nervous I was like what I get myself into but it worked out <laughs> um, but I was just like this is not DC at all yeah. like what was that moment for you Jackie it did work out we still here um thriving Surviving, not just surviving. Well, sometimes just surviving. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so what was my moment? So I had to take about a 40-minute um, commute one way to get to my job, my first job when I was here, which is fine. I Like, when I was in high school, I took 40-minute, you know, commutes or whatever. So that was nothing. But two things about um, public transit here that just, like, made me realize, yeah, no. Um, first off, um, where I used to live, um, yeah, after, like, six or seven, it was going to take me about an hour, hour and a half to get home. Because, uh, like, the timing was just, like, less. Mm-hmm. And so, and that really sucked. So I couldn't really, like, 
you know, I had just moved here and I couldn't really go out because I didn't have a car. My cousin lived across the Swin City. She happened to move up here, but it took me two hours to travel one way to see her. So I did not see my cousin um, like that. We had to FaceTime (laughs) because I love her, but I had to love her from a distance. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was weird. But also, so on the light rails, the way that they set it up, I know most people probably know this um, if you take transit. Uh, you just have to swipe and then get on the platform. So, like, theoretically, you could just um, walk on and get on the train. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, there are transit police. Yeah, the police are there um, to, you know, they they check your your card or whatever. But um, it was real interesting. You could just walk on and Mm -hmm. theoretically get off um, if the police got on. You Mm -hmm. know, you could just hop off the minute you saw them. Um, and I was like, wow, y'all really are losing a lot of money. <laughs> I was, it was just like, it didn't make sense to me, like, mm-hmm. design-wise. Design and I was like, what is happening? Like, because honestly, the first time I got on, I was like, oh, I could just get on. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So that was, that was interesting. I think a lot of the culture here just has to do with, like, the way Twin Cities is set up, the way Minnesota is, like, spread out. I mean, it is the Midwest. Um so, you know, it's not like the East Coast where, like, I drove, like, or not I drove. <laughs> I don't have a license, y'all, by the way. So that's why the Pier 1 import struggle was real. Um, when I drive down five hours one way, it's just, like, I can hit four or five states. Like, north, south. Well, not really east because you hit the ocean. But west. <laughs> yeah, so on the East Coast, it's like I drive drive one way and then... You know, you can see, like, so many different states just driving four hours one way. And here, it's just, like, everything is spread out. It's just vast amounts of nothingness. <laughs> I wouldn't... <laughs> Dang. You know, well, nature, I guess. Oh, not really say, nothingness. No, it's, it's not nothing. It's well, well, nature and trees. <laughs> um, I would say my first month here, the job I was at, I got invited to go to a cabin for a weekend. That is also very Minnesotan. I feel like that's cabin like, culture. That's a Midwest thing. I'm, I I didn't grow up around cabins in Chicago, but um, I would just say if anyone has a cabin <laughs> that they would love for us to, you know, relax. You know, yes. th- speaking of weather, things people talk about. I'm tired. Um, I would love a break. So hashtag. Give us your cabin for a weekend. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yo, wow. That is a life. Man, mm-hmm. I want one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like. I feel like I met so many people who are from here, and they have cabins, or they have friends who have cabins, or they have, like, parents who have cabins. And I'm like, that is, I feel like that's such, like, a, maybe it's not Minnesota. Maybe it is just Midwest. Um, but... You know, you mentioned cabins, and that's, like, another interesting point. Because I think when people talk about moving to Minnesota, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, people talk about this a lot. And I think, you know, um, there are a lot of articles and stuff around, like, you know, people move to Minnesota and not feeling, like, included or, like, having it's having a rough time finding a community. And I think it's funny you mentioned cabins because mm-hmm. people talk about, like, you know, who gets invited to the cabins or who yep. gets invited to your house because people, like, hang out, like, if you grew up here, my perception is that, you know, you grew up here, you hang out with the people you grew mm-hmm. up with or you know. So it was really interesting seeing, like, how, like, that manifested into, like, who gets invited to a cabin or, yeah. like, who gets invited into your community in a lot of ways. And I think it's interesting because I've talked to, like, especially a lot of East Coast um 
people who you know weren't folks of color or black but um yeah so i think it's just interesting you know and we'll talk about this more like the the challenges that comes with like building a community especially um being black women Mm -hmm. like here because if i know white folks have had some challenges moving here i know Mm -hmm. i know other people i too have felt (laughs) it (laughs) i i too have seen the dark side of it so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know, we always like to end our show with a Minnesota moment. Yeah. Hashtag so, Minnesota moment. Yeah. So, Jackie, uh, do you have a moment, you know, in the past month where you're like, yo, this is real Minnesotan? Let's take the pick. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even know. Actually, you, you go first. You go first. Okay. So, I have a moment that happened probably about two or three weeks ago. I was at a conference here in downtown Minneapolis. And I have colored hair. Anyone who knows me knows I have short colored hair. My hair is never, I haven't seen my natural hair color in almost two years. So this guy comes up to me, mind you, we're at this professional quote unquote um, communications conference. This guy comes up to me and he's just like, oh my God, I love your hair. So of course I'm eating it up. Like that's what I do with compliments. He's like, oh my God, I love your hair, blah, blah. So we start talking about my hair. And so then he asked for my card. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, does he want like my business card? But he actually wanted me to do his hair, (laughs) y'all. This man thought I was a hairstylist at this professional communications conference. And so for me right there, I should have prefaced this that he was a gay white man. Um, That moment right there, I was just like, okay, I'm not good enough to like be in this space like as a professional, however you define professional. Like I'm not good enough to be at this conference, um, but I'm good enough to do your hair. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> interesting. You know, that was just like a very, I feel like that was a very Minnesota moment. Cause I've had so many moments like that in professional spaces where people don't think I'm there for the actual professional portion of it. Um, or the actual networking portion of it, they just think I'm there, like, providing a service unrelated to the conference or the event. Um, And that gets into a whole issue of, like, racial dynamics, but that was a very Minnesotan moment for me. Yeah. Mine isn't as deep. That was was (laughs) real. Um, But, yeah, like you mentioned, we always talk about weather here, and so... I don't know. Just like my Minnesota moment has been this past month. I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired, 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 tired. But like, so I, I, I work, I do some administrative work. And so every time I walk in, like, it's just always conversation about the weather. Like, gee, I get it. It's terrible. It's trash. <laughs> uh, but like, I don't even look, honestly, I don't look at the weather. Cause I'm just like, you know, I, got, I still got to eat. I still got to live. Mm-hmm. So if I look at the weather, I'm not leaving the house. So really, <laughs> it's a new surprise every time I look out the window every morning at 6 a.m. Because, yeah. But Thank um, you for joining us as we talked a little bit, as we talked our stuff, you know, about moving to Minnesota. Um, you can expect to hear us talk about, like, mental health, like, workplace dynamics, um, dating and relationships. Yes, um, and Minnesota. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Ooh, baby, it's, it's, it's gonna thing. get spicy. <laughs> spicy <laughs> habanero. <laughs> um, 
um, <laughs> sad, but um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about a lot of different aspects of moving to Minnesota, um, and we'll also like I, we want to make it clear like this is just a conversation of our experiences. Um, people live here, and I think actually we went to a conversation this morning. It's breakfast, and someone, the person speaking, said, you know that they make an active choice to live here. Mm -hmm. And so, like, people choose to live here. And so this isn't about, like, you know, completely, like, bashing on this place. But, like, mm -hmm. it is a different experience for us, and mm -hmm. it's a different experience for a couple of folks. And so we just want to talk that through. And so we will be also having, like, people, like, primarily black folks and folks of color that did grow up in Minnesota mm -hmm. and are still choosing to live here because, well, I, I don't even remember the quote, but, you know, we're all actors and we make a choice. I, I really would hope that's the correct quote, but that's pretty much what they said this morning. So, yeah, so join us for the ride. Well, thank y'all so much. Thanks, um, y'all. Shout out. Uh-huh.